the idea man. <laughs> Alright, what's up, what's up, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Unstable Duo Podcast. I am Forrest and I am joined as always by my co-host Justin. How you doing, Justin? I'm doing good, brother man. It's a Saturday. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's like it, it feels weird. Alright, so people that are watching us are going to probably be confused. We look a little different. For some reason, the streaming app is not picking up Skype as a window, so I have to figure that out for now. Right now, I just have it doing a, a window share, um, so you guys will be able to see see things. So yeah, why are we doing a special Saturday episode? Well, that's because uh, Big Daddy Justin is going to see Pantera tomorrow. <laughs> Pantera, Pantera, Pantera. I'm going to get my medal on. Alright, so today this will go live, this is live on Facebook as always, and it'll be up on the website tomorrow um, at our normal time as well as YouTube and everything else. I spent all morning working on the website because uh, the last, a few days ago I got everything up and ready for another year of hosting and then i found out this morning that there was an issue that the website wasn't working so i spent a couple hours fixing that that's all working now um so today is just about random shit let's see we got some i got some things wrote down let's see where today takes us we'll resume the normal schedules uh next week with veterans i'll figure out tomorrow why this issue is with skype not being registered um, so where would you like to start? Let's like, like, see. I, you, you could probably see my list because I'm sharing my freaking windows. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Fuck the 49ers. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, <clears throat> I don't mind the Chiefs. I just don't want them to get into the Patriots, uh, where they're just winning all the time and no one else is getting in there. Um, I like a few players on the 49ers, but they piss me off because they take the Packers out every time. That's, that's how I feel. I, I was against the 49ers winning because they always kick the Packers out of the playoffs, and I'm tired of it. Uh, so I am tired of it that, for that reason, but I uh, play fantasy football every year. And by the luck of God, I got Christian McCaffrey for my running back for the year, so... Uh, I kind of feel an attachment to him still going into the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> uh, that man is a monster. Did you hear about the, I'm sure you did, the the mass shooting at the fucking parade? I did. Two juveniles yeah, shooting what, at each other. I blame Taylor Swift. I do, too. She is a terrible influence on these kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't think she's a bad influence, but I feel like why... Do they even know why, what the motive was? Like, what the hell was going on? I feel like there wouldn't have been kids at a Super Bowl parade if they weren't hoping to see Taylor Swift regardless. Because last I heard, 20 people were injured and over half of them were under 16. Uh, yeah, a bunch of kids did get shot um, in the mix. But the two that were actually doing it were kids. I mean, you don't know if it was... Uh, like a high school group that went from the school to welcome the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. If you watch a Super Bowl parade, it, there's a lot of people, lots of kids, lots of adults. Um, 
from the only thing you can really that is out there is that there was possibly a dispute between the two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but then everyone else got in the mix. Uh, obviously, they're all there, and you start popping shots off with you know fifty thousand people around. Someone's getting shot. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, from what I read, only one person died. That's what I heard too. Um, and then, uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, she donated a hundred thousand dollars to the guy's family. She is. Um, I know a lot of people. I've heard a lot of rumors of bad things about her. But everything I've seen official, she doesn't seem like a bad person. She, I heard she donated like fifty million to truckers. Um, she donates a lot of money. Well, she has a lot of money. Yeah, sure. But not <laughs> everybody that has a lot of money uh, shares. <laughs> no, uh, she is uh, very, very philanthropic. Um, does do a lot of good deeds, I guess. Uh, not really a Swifty, so I can't say I'm much of a fan of hers. Um, and then when I do watch the Chiefs game, really super annoyed seeing her all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've seen some good memes uh, come about from her. Uh, I don't know if you remember watching the game and seeing Travis Kelsey yell at Andy Reid. Yep, yep. He got in his face and screamed at him. Uh, they made a meme and put Taylor Swift kissing Andy Reid with that same picture. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see that meme. I what'd just you, saw that today, dude. I was dying. <laughs> what'd you think of the the halftime show? Um, I mean, I think Usher was an amazing artist uh, when he started. Uh, it was great love music. You know, you're cuddling up with the uh, you know the woman back in the day. You throw a little Usher on, and it's uh, you know panty dropping music. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I think he did a fairly good performance. I mean, the man went and got married right afterwards. The first half of it, I didn't really care too much for. Um, as soon as the the part came out where they were all on the skates, and then yep. and then Lil John came out, and Luda came out. I love the second half. I love the second okay. half of the show. I was really surprised that immediately following it, everybody online was just bashing how bad it was. I mean. It's, well, People got to remember, Pepsi's not pumping a billion dollars into it anymore. Pepsi stopped doing it, I think, right after the Eminem, Dr. Dre show. Could um, be. It's $50 million, though, donated by Apple. Yeah, it's, it's Apple doing it now. So it's not as big as when Pepsi was doing it. Um, but I thought it was still a pretty good show. I mean, I think part of the problem was is Usher did the Super Bowl uh, 10 or 15 years ago. Hmm. And essentially did the same show, but on a bigger, better scale. Yeah. So he did the same music because that was the time. He's doing like a 20th anniversary of uh, the Confessions album, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, either. I know he has new music out, either new some new songs off a re-release of that or a full new album. I know he yeah, has a couple album new. is coming also. Uh, but he did... A really spectacular and crazy show the last time he did it. Uh, I didn't see that one. So if, if that's true, then I, I could see why. Yeah, he did the same songs, I think. But like when he did uh, Yeah and had Ush, uh, Ludacris and Little John out there, he was climbing walls. Yeah. He had a big wall that he was climbing up, climbing up and down like a robot while he was singing it. Um, So I could see it that way. I mean, it wasn't my favorite performance uh, by any means, yeah. But it was it was better than Katy Perry. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I was surprised uh, Justin Bieber wasn't there to be honest. 
Only because for people that don't know, Justin Bieber is signed. Like Usher kind of discovered him. He's he was signed to Usher. I don't know if he still is, but he was when he first came out. Usher is kind of responsible for for him. Him and Ludacris. Yeah. Ludacris is Justin Bieber's buddy. Well, Chris Brown didn't come out either, and Chris Brown was discovered by Usher and wanted to be Usher. I, I heard I heard people saying they were surprised <laughs> about Chris Brown. I didn't know the connection there, so I wasn't sure on that. Well, they probably don't want a woman beater on stage with Usher. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of cool to also see Alicia Keys out there in public. I mean, I don't think I've seen her do anything live and I don't know, a long time. Yeah, I agree. They got a lot of flag for how how cuddly they got. That was that was yeah, a that was a pre that was a pretty serious looking cuddle up. Yeah, <laughs> he still got married. So yeah, someone didn't care. <laughs> uh, and she, she's with Swiss Beats, and he seemed to not care either. So they're probably all good friends. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of industry they're in. Like when you're an R and B singer, I mean you're pretty close to other R and B singers. It's not like rappers that are constantly beefing. So, speaking of uh, shootings, you hear about the Joe Osteen Church shooting? Oh, I did. We're gonna have fun with that one. Okay, we we we've talked. We've talked. Fun. You know, you're you're a religious person, but we've talked about um, su- super mega churches. Like he likes to run, and how they're they're kind of a, a fucking money grab. Yeah, so his church is gigantic. I think it's the biggest uh, church in Texas. Probably one of the biggest ones in the United States. See, me, I kind of, I think of people like him as, that's more of like a cult than a religion. He, he, He genuinely has people that have very little money throwing money at him because... He has people thinking he can heal them. That he's basically a, a Jesus Christ, and I don't like religious figures like that. Not that anybody deserves to be shot at. I don't even know what the hell happened beyond a woman brought a five-year-old into the church, opened fire, and the child she was with was one of the people or the only person to be hurt. Uh, <clears throat> I think there's a couple that were hurt, but yes, the five-year-old was hurt, and that was not a woman. Uh, oh, it wasn't a be, woman? It was a transgender anti-Semite that had uh, Palestinian, uh, Free Palestine written on the AR-15 that it went into that church with. Oh, Jesus. So that's the second church shooting in a row done by a transgender claiming to be a woman. Um, so, And it was already arrested for illegal firearms possession a couple years prior to that. But somehow still managed to have the kid with it and a gun um so in the first case what we found out is they're kids mm-hmm. they're not allowed to possess firearms so there was no law they were breaking the law and had the guns two transgenders in a row shooting churches up both of them were not allowed to own guns still somehow ended up with a gun what well, well it, aren't you at least in wisconsin if you're under 18, you're allowed to have rifles for hunting purposes? Only for hunting. It's not hunting season right now anywhere. Well, those weapons may have been purchased legally is what I'm saying. Well, you can't, you can't own a firearm until you're 18. You can possess it. Oh, okay. 
before you're 18 for hunting only. So if you saw a 16-year-old walking down the road right now, that kid is illegally uh, possessing a firearm. So the question is, is where do the firearms come from? And if it's negligence on the firearm owner, maybe they should have some responsibility. Most of these guns that are used in shooting are stolen from legal firearm owners. That's not all of them. There are some nutbags that get their hands on guns legally. Um, There's not really much you can do to stop them because even when you call the FBI, you call the police and say this person's a danger, they aren't going to do anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Until that person actually breaks a law, they are safe to continue doing what they do. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not much on the books that could have done anything. Um, it is a sad situation. The reason it's not firing up on the news left and right for the every single day since it happened is because it's transgender. And hence why those kids aren't on the news every day. That shouldn't... <laughs> yeah, that it should still be headlines i was wondering why it kind of seemed to kind of fizzle down especially the the parade one right and when you know i did research on this one um and i went to about a dozen different articles and only two of those dozen put the whole true story out there they all blocked the fact that this was a transgender from el salvador um on top of that so uh, an immigrant uh transgender um, with their kid. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it really went a full circle on um, the exact opposite of what the news media usually will let you find out. So I learned something new during the, the Super Bowl that might have me actually vote this, this election. And Kennedy's running. Now, I've, I'm hearing next JFK's nephew... Yeah, that is Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, as, so a, as an independent ad. So you didn't even know that he was running. No, no the problem is, is America. That's one of America's problems with our election system, is independents get no fucking debate. Uh, we're not seeing really any debates at all. Um, but le- independents usually don't get any kind of debate format, and they usually have much less money for. For commercials, to be fair, I don't watch a lot of commercials because I stream most of my stuff. I had no idea. No idea at all. Um, he's been in for quite a while. Um, he is, or, or was his platform, he is an old school liberal. Mm. So he believes in what liberals used to believe in, freedoms and all that good stuff. Um, he is against vaccines. So he has uh, been dubbed a conspiracy theorist because he agrees that uh, some of these vaccines are causing problems. So he's been deplatformed, demonetized, and uh, the news media doesn't cover him much. Oh, shit. I was wondering why. I mean, I don't follow politics a whole lot these days, but I was wondering why I had no idea. I mean, if you listen to him, I mean... Think of how Bill Maher is. He's an old-school liberal. I like Bill Maher. Um, So if you listen to how he talks about what he believes in and why he believes it, RFK is very similar. Those are pros in in my head. I might end up... I might research him more, and he might end up getting my vote because I don't like Biden and... Uh, We know that you don't like the other guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So how come, you know, mentioning debates, how come we don't, how come we're not seeing really any debates? 
Um, you know, Haley, she talks a lot about how Trump won't debate her. I've, I've, I have my theories that his lawyers kind of have him in a hush hush with all the legal cases because they're afraid he'll, he'll say something stupid. So he's kind of, maybe they're telling him he can't. What do you think? How come we're not really seeing any debates going on between anybody? And do you think it's beneficial or, or against, uh, maybe Trump? Because Trump, Trump's fan base loves him debating, loves him being, you know, the bully. Well, I mean, the man is up 50 points in every single poll. Um, he's not going to debate Nimarada Randawahawa, because uh, that's Nikki Haley's name, Nimrata. Nimrata? Yes, that is her name, Nimrata, her real name. Nikki is her middle name. Um, he's even beating her in her own state where she was very popular by 30 points. He's dominating her. I've heard uh, a lot of people say, question why she won't back out and put her support behind him. And I guess a lot of people in, in the Republican side are pissed off that she won't do that. A lot, very similar to what we saw with why, um, I forgot her name. On the Democrat side, why she wouldn't back out. Elizabeth Warren, why she wouldn't back out and put her support behind Bernie Smith or Bernie Sanders in the last last election. Well, because they all knew the fix was in during that election. Um, Bernie was never going to become the candidate, no matter how popular he was. Mm. He was packing stadiums, um, similar to what Trump was doing at the time. You could see anywhere you go that he was the most popular person on the Democrat ticket. No one would have took Bernie out, so they switched the rules and took him out. Um, Warren was just there for the free fall. Like, when Bernie gets done, all his support's coming to me. She was just, like, on his coattails the whole time. Yeah. Um, That is kind of what I think is going on with Nikki Haley. She is hoping that Trump gets arrested and is in jail and not able to run for president. And with her being the last person on the ticket, because everyone else is out, yeah, uh, the nomination would go to her. That makes sense. I mean, uh, it's, it's not a bad strategy. But she is a terrible person. Uh, she's very nice. Uh, she talks well. But she's all about war. So, I mean, you're going to look at attacks towards China if she's the president. You're going to look at boots on the ground in Ukraine. You're going to look at boots on the ground in Israel. Um, She will send people to war uh, and cause a lot of problems. She's all about that war machine. Oh, shit. Um, There's a few of them. Mitch McConnell's one of them uh, on the Republican side that loves war. Lindsey Graham loves war. Uh, they're all backed by, uh, you know, Raytheon and all these big high-dollar defense companies that give them a lot of political donations. So they're based, you know, what they're making all their money off of, they need to, you know, start war so they can get that money coming in. So I have a question, since you brought up Mitch McConnell. Everybody loves to talk about how, you know, uh, Biden is kind of out of it. It has looked like McConnell has literally had strokes on television where he's just completely gone silent and blank for 10 minutes. How do you feel about him? 
Uh, McTurtle should have retired 12, 16 years ago. I agree. Um, it's the same thing with Diane Feinstein. They were pumping her full of IV just to get her to raise her hand and say yes. Oh, Jesus. Um, now she's dead, so they can't do that anymore. But she spent months in the hospital, uh, and all she was was a vote for them. She didn't have her mind right. McConnell is right at the brink of not having his mind right all the time also. Um you know, you hear a lot about bipartisan support with him and Chuck Schumer working together when you, you know, listen to the news. I mean, they're two guys of the same coin. They're the old school guys, uh, but the minute they leave each other's presence, they're back to, you know, not liking each other uh, and putting on this play for everybody. Um, but they are, you know, that deep state that was talked about a lot. Uh, during the Trump administration, rooting them out. It's people like McConnell. Um, it wasn't only, you know, Democrats that he didn't like. It was McConnell's, and there's a few other senators that are, um, you know, both sides uh, of the same evil beast. Yeah. Um, but he is definitely old, and he definitely needs to go. Um, it's just he's in a tough state for that to happen. Yeah. He they hasn't had any real competition forever. in a long time. How do you feel about that bill that just got shut down, I believe, in the Senate? I, th I believe it passed the House completely with flying colors and then shut down the Senate. It was going to give Democrats wanted a bunch of money for Ukraine relief, uh, but it was also going to give the largest expansion to border security any bill has seen, something Republicans have pushed for a long time. Republicans loved it. Democrats loved that Ukraine was getting agreement. Republicans even helped form the bill. Mitch Mc or not Mitch McConnell, but uh, Mitt Romney. He he was one of the writers of the bill. But it said that Republicans shut it down because they don't want to give what is perceived as a win to Biden in an election year. And now people are saying they'll never see that kind of border security enhancement on a bill ever again. Something even Trump wasn't able to get during his presidency. Well, if we look at what it's going to be doing, um, <laughs> it increases capacity in ICE detention centers from 34,000 to 50,000. These people are still going to be allowed to leave that detention center right into the United States. And nobody can stop that from happening, which it can stop right now. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to fast track asylum cases. So when that happens, they're going to let more people into the United States. They're going to do 5,000 encounters per day and claim that they can close the border. But that's not going to happen because then they can raise the number because they have to get people through. Um. There's a lot of other things in there. I mean, the best thing that is part of it is there are more Border Patrol, but they're going to increase flights um, around the U.S. And it says they would increase deportation flights, but they're not deporting anybody. So really, they're just allowing and they're allowing more people to come in legally. Plus, it grants asylum to every illegal immigrant that's already in the United States. 
um, which, I mean, part of this is to stop that from happening. Yeah. Do you think it was an, a step in the right direction? Do you think we'll have any issues on getting something like that passed in the future, like they're saying? I think when they start doing standalone bills, they will start getting a more functioning government. Because every time you hear one party isn't for this, you know, they shut down a bill to stop mass shootings. Well, that's because you had 50 other things in there that are just totally bonkers. That is the fucking problem with, with our government. They are so hell-bent on stopping the other side that it's almost impossible to get a standalone bill. As soon as that, that joint bill was shut down, Democrats went to try to get a standalone Ukraine bill shut down immediately. As long as we have a fairly even Congress, whether it's in the House, the Senate, or whatever, which we have for quite a while now, it's like nothing gets done unless both parties get something they want in the bill, and that's that fucking sucks. Well, I mean, there were two full years where one party ran the entire government. They could have passed any of this stuff before. They yeah. didn't do it. They were not interested. They are not genuinely interested now. They're trying to send another, like, $80 billion to Ukraine. Okay, what, what's been done with the money in the first place? And essentially, they're the reason that this started. It was very clear from the beginning in Russia that the problem that Vladimir Putin had was them offering NATO status to Ukraine. That's all he told them. If you offer that, we have problems. Uh, so he annexed Crimea in 2014, the first time they talked about it. And Crimea essentially is Russian and has been for hundreds of years. Uh, all Russian speaking and Russian people live there. And warn them again, do not infringe on my border with NATO. And they still tried it anyway. Russia's done some shady shit, though. Like, crimes of war should be executed, or Putin should be executed type type of shit. The, the raping and pillaging of innocent people, like, those, those go against world treaties that have existed for, for decades. Well, then we'd have to say that about the... People in Palestine, because they did that to the Jews. Are we going to eliminate all of them? I mean, it goes both ways. When you have a terrorist organization running a country, or you have a dictator running a country, that is warfare to them. They don't care what their soldiers do. How do you feel about what Trump said last week about, about NATO? Well, I have mixed opinions uh, to some extent. Now he uh, he said basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, if if they don't pay their fees, they could be attacked, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We won't help them. Well, I mean, they all signed an agreement to pay a certain amount of money to NATO. That is part of joining NATO. You want to be in the club, pay your dues, because America is not funding the world's protection. Mm -hmm. Now, who um, who who essentially runs NATO? Because the way the way Trump talks, I don't know. So I'm I'm genuinely asking you. But the way Trump talks, it's, like, it's like America runs it. Well, we pay the second largest. Well, we pay the largest fee. Like we put the most actual dollars in. Mm -hmm. 
um, but not the highest percentage. We're just right shortly uh, behind Poland. <laughs> so I think um, the NATO NATO also has like a group of representatives from each country, and I think they kind of elect a president, like a NATO president. I'm not positive. I mean, it is, you know, got how many countries involved in it, like 30 or 40 countries in NATO. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was signed with all these countries in mind that they would get together, they discuss things, and someone would kind of be like like a board. That, that's like a board. Someone is elected to a, a board president position. Yeah. Um, I've never actually read deep into NATO. Um, but I know even NATO has a lot of negative things that are going on with it. Um, they're starting to infringe more and more on Russia. They've now offered two other countries that are on Russia's border um, into NATO. Um, Russia also asked to join NATO many years ago uh, when Clinton was in office um, and offered the money. Uh, offered to abide by the rules of NATO, uh, and was denied. Really? Yes. And essentially they're using NATO to provoke Russia, as opposed to what it was supposed to be. Um, <laughs> so when we talk about how bad Putin is, which I don't disagree, that he is not exactly a nice gentleman, uh, I mean, he was sitting there silent, essentially, doing nothing wrong. Except to his own people. I was going to say, he, yeah. Um, he backed us up with Iran. He has helped the U.S. multiple times. Um, his country has helped the U.S. multiple times. But yet, we still constantly go and poke the bear. Um, they just want to be left alone. And, yeah, I, I really am disgruntled with NATO. <laughs> So what do you what do you disagree about with statements? Because I feel like if we start threatening to kick people out, the whole point of NATO is you attack one, you attack us all. That no matter what happens, if you attack somebody in NATO, you go to war with us all. But if we start threatening people, how can we how can we be sure they'll have our back if something does happen? Well. I think part of that is the tough talk, like, you know, pay up or get out yeah, type thing. I don't think he'd actually let that happen. Um, and that's the, the part I don't agree on. If you're a member of NATO, that's the agreement. You've got to live by that agreement. Um, so you can't, and part of, I think, what he said is I if Russia attacks, so be it. Um, was kind of like that. He would let them take a country. I honestly don't think he would let them take a country, but he is also trying to play both sides here. Like he knows yeah, he's, what he's always bad. been very favorable word wise when it comes to Putin or Jim Chong Un or whatever. You know. Well, I mean, they're essentially hermit countries over there. The Soviets are communists of. Kim Jong-un, Russia, Iran, these are countries not a lot of people do business with. They just don't because of what they do to their people. I know our I know our governments love to just throw money at anything, but what the hell is the funding of NATO for? 
Uh, why why can't we just have a treaty that if you fuck with any of us, you fuck with us all? Why do countries? What's the boatloads of money that countries have to donate or give every year to be part of NATO? What what's it go towards? Any idea? Yeah, military. They have military installations all over Europe. NATO goes in and fights a lot. So but, it, so so it's just like extra. I'm still confused. So think of it as like a world army. It's, so, it's joint joint militaries. Some of it, yeah. Some of it are NATO, just NATO military. Like they have their own military force. So, so this is like them. separate funding. So if we have a, a NATO military base, the funding for that base is supposed to come from this this pool of money and not yes. from taxpayers per se. Right, and then they'll have uh, joint ventures with all these other countries go to this base. Okay. That base will probably be filled with some people that are just for NATO. Um, but NATO also goes into other countries and screws with them. I mean, they've been into the Middle East left and right. Um, they're fighting in other places. They're doing shady shit, too. So, I mean, there's just a whole lot of shady shit that happens with American tax dollars. Yeah. Um you know, installing new leaders and toppling regimes that we don't hear a lot about on our news. Uh, NATO's out doing that kind of thing all the time. Um, luckily, they're not on our continent, so they're not doing it in Canada, Mexico, or South America. They're hitting in parts of Africa and Europe and the Middle East. Yeah. Um, but they have a pretty large uh, army force. See, it, or military force. Uh, and to me, that just seems overcomplicated, just like everything the government does. We can just have a treaty where if you attack such and such country that's part of this treaty, we, we interfere as well. We don't have to have all these joint operations and stuff just for a protective treaty. Well, I mean, I think part of it is just having people ready. Because yeah. the problems aren't coming to the U.S. They're going to happen in Europe. Yeah. And then it probably it could come here at some point in time. But, I mean, they're putting all these troops and money into where the issue actually is. So, I mean, we're not really seeing the enemy at our shores. You know, Russia's not coming over to the U.S., even though they're just right across, you know, a small distance from one of our states. Yeah. They're literally seven miles away from Alaska. Yeah. Why is everybody worried about Biden's age? Well, think about it. He's only two years older than Trump. But he's a babbling moron. He he was also born with a severe speech impediment that has gotten better as he's gotten older, but clearly still has symptoms of. Yeah, but the speech impediment is the not the forgetting where his son died, when his son died... Uh, so an interesting video is. I saw this week was everybody talking about <clears throat> when Biden was under deposition, he said he forgot a lot. The same exact thing happened to Trump just a few years ago. Video circulated of him and his children, both of his sons, being at a deposition, and every answer or every question was answered with, I do not recall or I can't remember. It's just like the biasness is annoying, yeah, but those questions were what a lawyer told you to do. 
the lawyer never told Biden to forget when and where his son died. Um, and he's constantly on these stupid phone calls telling people his son, Bo Biden, died in war instead of what he really died of. So anytime he calls a military family, oh, you know, my son died in Iraq. No, your son died from cancer after he was done in the military. Um, he did not die in Iraq. He, he really told he tells people his son died in Iraq. Yes. Live. Like, he's on phone calls that are recorded telling military families that lose service members his son died in Iraq. I didn't know that. Um, his little speech in Philadelphia uh, at Freedom Hall, lit in red. Uh, you know, like, the Red Guard in China. Um, only one someone demented in the mind would think that is okay. Yeah. I think it's right. But if you watch enough of his speeches, you will see him get lost. You'll see him taking naps in the middle of things that he needs to actually participate in. Um, Trump is getting to that age, too, so don't get me wrong. He's getting old. Trump sat in the bathroom on Twitter most of the time during his presidency. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like every everybody in Congress should be forced into retirement at 65. Well, then we lose three quarters of our Congress because yeah. they're all freaking old. I mean, I agree at some point in time we got to get rid of them because what was important to them at our age is not important to us anymore. Watching them question all the creators of social media platforms a couple weeks ago, watching them question uh, Facebook a few years ago, it's... It's soul crushing how stupid they are when it comes to the reality of modern day technology. Yeah, I mean, they, they are not uh, with it. Some of them are. We got people like Josh Hawley, who is pretty young yet. Um, we'll have straight lines and pertinent questions, but try getting someone like Mitch McConnell up there or Diane Feinstein or Nancy Pelosi. Um, However many of them old SOBs that are, you know, or Hank Johnson, who uh, thinks Guam is going to tip over. <laughs> um, those guys are not the ones that need to be up there asking these smart tech geniuses questions. They should just stay at home. So bringing that up, how do you feel about them? Uh, our Congress kind of blamed social media creators platform creators um for anything responsible when it comes to kids how do you feel about the way they i guess the responsibility they put on these these creators of these platforms like facebook um you know twitter uh instagram snapchat they already have policies in place where if you're under 13, you're not even supposed to make an account. So when you get asked your age, if it's under 13, you're denied account. And then some of them even have it where if you're under 16, you have to have a parent uh, authorize you to have access to that site. Do you feel like they should be held more responsible for the things they see on these platforms? Or does that kind of cross into freedom of speech? Because I see 
Republicans kind of say you need to babysit our kids better and not let them see stuff, but then they also get mad if things start to get censored. So I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough question. I mean, uh, my daughter has had trouble with social media, most of which is of her own doing, where she says stupid shit and gets caught saying stupid shit. Um. So in a way, it's nice that I can catch her doing stupid shit and seeing stupid shit. But at the same time, when you say something derogatory and negative and mean towards another person, um, that spreads like wildfire. You can't get rid of it. Can't mm-hmm. hide it. it. It can't. A simple delete button does not take care of it. Kids nowadays need to understand that there's a website called Wayback Machine whose entire purpose is to save snapshots of every website on a regular basis throughout history. So yep. when when we as adults say, if you post something online, it's there permanently, that's the kind of it shit is. we mean. Yes, it is there. So um, I think that, so we've got to look at this in two ways, I guess. So in the world of politics, our politicians need to be open and transparent no matter which side you like. So if there's a negative story about one candidate, you can't, censor that story and block it from your platform to benefit the other candidate Mm -hmm. so a lot of that we saw in previous elections tons of it it started with uh our first president that ran um a social media campaign in 2008 um that's when the stuff started and normally i would be quick to say call you call you call say you're you know you're not accurate but facebook in the past has admitted to being paid sponsorship for to kind of lean in one direction or the other right and they were threatened by the fbi Mm -hmm. um so we know that political sides can use the social media to benefit their campaign and destroy other campaigns Mm -hmm. um so the levers of power, I think, in politics are terrible, where social media should not be accountable for blocking news stories or subverting election stories in regards to politics. That should be a free-for-all between those guys without the levers of social media handling it. Mm-hmm. Um, on a basis of you and I, I should not be able to post things that are defamatory um, perverse things that could get to a child and damage a child. I, and censor it, call me censorship, Justin, whatever you want to call me. Uh, I should not be printing verses of Mein Kampf and putting them on Facebook. Um, I should not be threatening people on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Meta, who owns Facebook and Instagram, they do a pretty good job. Um, I know their algorithm picks up certain images or if, if you kind of mention harming somebody or something, you know, they, they kind of warn you or they'll have it reviewed. But at the same time, it's really hard to catch everything when you have that many people on the platform. Correct. And like we talked about our last podcast, the yeah. beginning of our podcast, touch a subject that they don't like. Okay, now, we were not giving out misinformation or disinformation. We are speaking opinions, yep. what we've read, what we've seen, 
So that type of thing bothers me as well. Yeah. There, there's no purpose of Google demonetizing or whatever they do because of the subject matter, um, especially one that's not violent, degrading, or vulgar. Um, and I assume someday Facebook might come after us for some of the things we say, but... L- luckily, Facebook hasn't, but yeah, YouTube's a great example. I our last our last podcast I didn't I purposely didn't even post on there because I think we had mentioned vaccines because the one time we talked about the vaccines and even though we weren't degrading people that got vaccines I I've gotten the vaccines we were just talking having a conversation they immediately took down the video and gave me a strike and if you get three strikes across the lifetime of your channel they delete your channel completely which that is censorship. Right, and that's that's Google for you. Yeah, I mean, I think Facebook has ultimately got got a little better on some of the stuff. Um, like I said, though, I I made an anti-trafficking group, um, and Facebook took me down. Um, and they, I think, three years after they blocked me for thirty days. Yeah, like, come on, guys, like this is just stupid. And when they block you, sometimes you can't even object to the blocking. It's it's crazy because I've been. I've been put in a 30-day ban for calling somebody a bitch. (laughs) And then I've actually reported somebody posting a full-blown naked person, and my report was found, it was found to not be offensive or against Facebook terms of service. I'm like, how, how, how does that make any sense? I mean, I've went on, you know, how Facebook is doing clips now. So most of the time I get like Matt Reif or I get wild and out and it's comedy stuff for me. But once in a while when I'm doing scrolling, clips from porn movies pop up. Yeah. Like WTF, dude. Like, like, come on. I mean, you'll have one that looks like an innocent video and all of a sudden a big schlong comes into the I picture. Have like, left, I the have hell? left. I have left probably 20 groups in the last month because I would, I'll be in these groups like Chucky fan group. I had this Chucky fan group, uh, the most recent memory, all of a sudden it was just every day spammed with fucking porn links and I'm reporting them to the admin and, and they're deleting them as much as they can. But it just got to a point where I'd go on Facebook and it would just be literally porn links. And I'm like, leaving groups left and right because that and just off a quick side topic i fucking hate that facebook has allowed groups to take everybody in the group because if you have if you have a facebook group and you tag everyone and i get notifications it pisses me off and i leave your group i hate it yeah i went in there and like i see a name it says tagged you on a post and i don't even know who the hell this person is So I'll, I'll go look at this. Like, oh, you son of a bitch did add everyone. Like, oh, oh, oh. if I could reach to the screen and give you a backhand, that is I would. the stupidest <laughs> addition Facebook ever did. Uh, it's kind of funny if you want to be a jerk. You know, like, hey, you're an a-hole. Add everyone. Yeah, and it's not even just the admins that could do it. You you can go into any group you're a member of and yep. take everybody in that group. And it's so stupid. I'm going to have to start spamming people with that soon. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Back to that particular subject, I think we've talked about it in the past with children. Um, I think people need to stop worrying less about having social media platforms try to babysit their kids and be more involved, like we've talked about in the past, on what their yep. kids are looking at. 
Um, because even if a website is great, I know TikTok gets a lot of hate. A lot of people in the last few years have posted murders and suicides live to TikTok. And they'll take it down as soon as they can. But there's so many people, millions and millions of people on there that by the time TikTok, even if it's only a couple minutes, by the time TikTok gets notification and takes it down, 100,000 people have already seen it. 10,000 people have already saved it. 3,000 people have already reshared it. It's spreading like crazy of a, of a real-life murder on right. a platform. So no matter how good a website is, it's it's really difficult to, to keep it completely clean, unfortunately. Yeah, it doesn't take much. I mean, um, people like in the, the groups that you're in, they get a notification and people are like, "Yep, oh, I got a notification. Holy, look at that. Um, and then, yeah, it's shared. Just like, you know, it, it's quick and easy. One click of the button and it's out to another 100, 200 people. Yep. <sighs> so I know we ended up talking a lot about random political questions this, this week. Um, I'm going to be having you, since it's uh, election season, election year, I'm going to have you and uh, George, who longtime listeners probably remember is come on here a few times i'm gonna have you guys have a little debate uh probably probably after our summer break i'm thinking right right before voting season kicks in give you guys the full this full summer to prepare uh, <laughs> since I, i'm honestly not thinking we're gonna see many debates from uh biting and and trump this this season I don't think we're gonna see any. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. So you guys might be the only debate. <laughs> I think. I think Trump is busy uh, with court, but I also think he is looking at the Biden scheme. Like hell, if I just stay in my basement, I could win an election. I mean, that's what Biden did. He didn't debate really. I mean, if you watch the debate, Biden, mm, he showed a lot of his age in the ba- debates. That he yeah, did he before. is. He. The thing that's weird is Biden's not good at debates at all. Kamala Harris is really good at debates. I liked seeing her in debates. She was quick and witty, and then she became vice president, and she's I, don't know, I don't know what the fuck she's done for the last couple of years. Uh, she's <laughs> I think electric buses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, she is about the most unpopular person that could have been on that ticket. Um, and it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's get rid of her and, and put Pete in for a couple months. <laughs> Mayor Pete, not not the Pete that's going to actually watch us. You're talking about the, the but, I don't know how to say his last name. Butter Buttigieg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I liked him. I liked him when he was running. He was probably the most well-spoken out of all of them. Um, we really don't know nothing about him anymore either, but... Yeah, he, he kind of sunk underneath the... Under the desk with yeah. his husband? <laughs> 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 Bam! <laughs> uh, on the last topic, I want to bitch about Amazon. Because yeah. I don't know if you have dealt with them this year... But it seems like immediately after Christmas, they have gone to fucking shit. I have seen a ton of people on YouTube and Reddit that have said they're canceling their Prime, they're switching to Walmart Plus. 
Um, I've had Amazon Prime for years. I will order something and it will literally take a few weeks to come now. Very rarely do I ever get a two-day delivery. And now the new thing that started happening after Christmas is when I return something, I don't get a refund for a long time. For instance, there was a coat I returned. They got it February 1st. The tracking number actually says they received it. I was supposed to get... Normally, as soon as UPS scans it, I would get a refund in the past. Okay. Now, I was supposed to be refunded by today. When I checked it today, it said refunded by February 25th. I still have not been <laughs> refunded for an item that they got week. on the 1st. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll move ahead. And I, I talked to customer support just this morning, actually, and I was not nice at all. And the foreign fucker I talked to pulled the, oh, I assure you, 48 hours, it's, it's in the final stage of of being received. We have to inspect all returns now due to too much fraud. Uh, you should have a refund in, in within 48 hours. I've already gotten a bill from the credit card. The only thing I owe on that credit card is that coat. I don't want to pay a fucking bill and end up with a credit on my card when you finally return it. So I don't know what the hell is up with Amazon. Maybe the, the $3 billion in profit they made last year compared to the $3.2 billion they made the year before. I'm just throwing numbers out there because I know their profit right. margin went down slightly. Uh, is, an, is enough to start pulling this shit, but they're really pushing customers away now. Well, I know that... Uh... I always laughed at my wife because she got Prime. I do not have Prime. Um, I always got my stuff. We'd order stuff the same day. Yeah. And I'd get my stuff always before she did. Really? And I never used Prime. Now I do use Prime, but not on ordering Amazon. I use it to watch shows. I never, so I've never used it. I've never once used it to watch any of their shows. Oh, Reacher is kick-ass. Jack is Ryan is kick-ass. Um, I think I had to go on Prime to watch the last uh, season of Suits because um, that was what we were watching it on Netflix. And then uh, Netflix doesn't have season nine um, unless you're in Mexico. And that's the only reason oh, Suits had a season nine because we went to Mexico and one of the days before we went out, like, hey, let's throw you know a Suits on down here. And Suits in Mexico, Netflix in Mexico had the season nine. I've heard about that a lot. That's why a lot of people use VPNs to kind of say that their IP is in another country so that they can watch shows that oh, are they're doing that to here. watch porn and say, yeah, that's some guy in Canada watching <laughs> porn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I've never personally actually returned anything from Amazon. Uh, my wife has. Um, I think uh, one time I got a pair of snow pants for my son. They were half size, uh, half the size I actually asked for. I asked for like a 10. I got a 5. Um, I walked them across the street and donated them and ordered another pair. Um, I ordered my wedding ring on Amazon a couple times because uh, I've lost a few. <laughs> um, I really haven't had that issue with them. Um, well, uh, be fortunate because I, I normally use Amazon for everything. Right. Um, with, with the exception of groceries, I order it from Amazon, and always if I didn't like it or it didn't meet my expectations for whatever reason, I send it back. And like I said, usually as soon as UPS scanned it, I'd have the refund hitting my account. But 
they're they're ridiculously slow. They made some kind of changes this year that I thought it was just me, but a lot of people online are complaining. Well, it doesn't surprise me. I know. I think my wife had mentioned a couple of her returns. She didn't get the money back as fast as she thought. Um, I, I guess I just don't use it enough. Or, you know, I buy ridiculous stuff off of there. Like, I usually get uh, political toilet paper for Christmas. And uh, one year it was uh, Obama toilet paper, or Hillary toilet paper I handed out. I handed out Biden toilet paper. Sarah got me some of that Trump toilet paper a few years ago for Christmas. Okay, so that was on there. Um, I did a couple of gag gifts for Christmas. Uh, so one of them was uh, furry cat balls calendar. Uh, so it's all like pictures of cats bending over. <laughs> and I gave it, and two years in a row, my mom picked the calendar. This year was dogs pooping in beautiful places. So she actually used them? No, she picked it and left it at the house. I went to my, we go to my brother's and do this, and she leaves a little earlier than I do. And I look, and next to her seat, there's the box of my calendar and stuff that I put there. And like, Mom, you got to be a sport and take it home. Hell, I do. I'm not having that calendar in my house. <laughs> and then she tried that shit this year with the poop dogs thing. I'm like, well, I'll just take it home. I'll take it with me. I'll go hang it up at work. I was going to say, that's a good work calendar. It is. <laughs> well, I guess that wraps up today's uh, random episode that ended up being a lot of political stuff. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done a political episode in a long time. So, um, yeah, next week we'll do veterans. We'll get back on the schedule. The website's all back up and running. You can find us on YouTube, unstableduo.com or unstableduopodcast.com, um, Spotify, Apple, all the places you can find us on streaming services. That's I hope right. you have a good concert tomorrow. Oh, it's time to rock, baby. <laughs> I hope everybody has a great week, and we'll see you guys Sunday. Peace, Peace out.